welcome to the Greater Purpose Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Matt Chenard. Today, I have Coach Tom, COO of the gym in Camrose. Hi, Tom. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Good. So we want to add another segment every two weeks. Jaleesa comes on. Jaleesa being our nutrition coach, she talks about some nutrition advice and habits and all things food and things around that. Tom and I will talk more about just general principles in fitness and things that can help you out. And we'll try to give you some actual steps. So make sure you wait till the end of the episode for that. Today, we're talking about our new program that we are extremely excited about. Uh, We call it the 60-day transformation program, 63-day, sorry, transformation program. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about it, Tom? Sure can. So yeah, I mean, first question I think we get is like, why is it 63 days? Right. It seems kind of random, seems kind of weird. Um, 63 days is what's been shown to lead to, you know, it's a long enough period of time where you can develop some really good solid habits and some really good routines, but it's not too long that you can't like see the end of it. Right. Like if we were to start a program where you're like, you're committing for one year, two years, three years down the road, sometimes we can't see that far ahead or see like what it's going to be like to complete it. We always feel good completing something and get working through something as well. So, but it's also long enough to, like I said, develop some really good solid habits and we're going to work with you each and every week to help create those habits. So from a more of a higher level, there's kind of four main things that we look at with this program. Um, you're going to get your workouts. So either if you prefer strength training or coming into the gym in group class or personal training, it doesn't matter. we got a bunch of different levels for this program that you could choose. The goal there is going to be at least three days a week of workouts in the gym with some form of strength training sometime in there. Then there's a daily movement habit that we want to get you to do. That's usually around at least 15 to 20 minutes a day or a little bit more if you're comfortable with that, but something that's manageable and doable that you enjoy doing. So this is like maybe 20 minutes of walking, a little bit of biking. Um, If you enjoy hiking, that sort of stuff, just something that you really enjoy doing. And what I've been telling a lot of my clients in this time is this is a time for you to kind of like disconnect from the world around you. So if you can have it be unplugged um, without your phone, maybe you're going for a walk with a friend and you get to have a great conversation with them. It could be a time for connection as well. Um, But more or less, it's a time for you to disconnect and you know get out into ideally outside as best you can because being outside in fresh air is awesome as well so there's that daily movement piece to it and then we've got nutrition habits so we look at a lot of different things surrounding each specific meal so we're not going to like overhaul your nutrition uh it's not going to be a big massive change right we might look at okay there's one thing at breakfast we want you to tweak one thing at lunch one thing at supper and then maybe tweak a little bit of things in snacking. Um, but some people I've just given, <clears throat> especially at the start, just give like one habit for all, every time you eat one habit for every time you eat. And then we can really start to dial it in over the course of those nine weeks. Um, and then the last thing that we got there is working on some other routines in your life. So whether that be Um, sleep routines or trying to implement more things into your day that bring you joy or give you a meaning of purpose. Um, 
and then we also could do things that like, I mean, it totally depends on what we think you need, but maybe it's like, okay, we need you to add some stretching in. Maybe we need you to do some breathing work. Maybe we need you to do, or want you to try some ice baths, right? It could be a lot of things like that, that we get you to try or do things that are a little uncomfortable. And I think that's been the coolest thing about the first few weeks, being able to do this program. Like, yes, people are seeing some weight loss, but there's a few people that like in our weekly check-in meetings with them, that they mentioned like they've been way more productive or they've gotten things done that they never like in a regular week that they never thought they would be able to do. Or they finally made that phone call that they had been want putting off for like a couple of weeks and they finally did it. Right. So that's been really cool too. Um, so there's that those kind of overall arcing four big themes in it. And then each and every single week you are going to meet with your coach to adjust those habits We've got this tracker that you get to just check off the boxes each week. Um, and that's pretty satisfying if you're someone like me who likes yeah. to check off, check off boxes. You feel like you're moving forward all the time. So um, it's very all encompassing. I know that's a big vision of the gym is to help everybody live um, overall, you know, holistically well. And so this is kind of the program that's finally allowed us to put all the pieces together, which is awesome. Yeah. To transform 1000 lives. So they can live healthier, more thriving lives, right? Like actually use their bodies and get the most of life that they can. And that's, like you said, Tom, that's exactly what this program has done is it's like, I've been in this industry, the health and fitness industry for well over a decade. You must be six, six years now. And we saw that there's something missing. There's something missing to helping people actually lose the weight if that's one of their goals, but then keep it off. And how you do that is actually not by just focusing on the external part, the external goals, which is still a part that's still a milestone. You have to change who you are internally. You have to change how you view exercise. You have to change how you view food. You have to kind of ask for help or get guidance from a coach to make your way through all the weeds of misinformation of diets and exercise. So if you guys can picture, I don't know if it helps to close your eyes, but we're, we're looking at the graphic here, but we have an iceberg graphic. So most of the iceberg we all know is underneath the surface. I, I shouldn't say we all know, but if you don't know that most of an iceberg is underneath the surface, right? It's only the tip sticking out that we can see it, it's much smaller than what's underneath. So the bottom part of this iceberg in terms of transforming someone's life is the mindset. So we have to work with people on their mindset around their health and fitness and why this is important. Why does this matter to you? Not simply, I want to lose 10 pounds but I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to play with my kids. I want to be there for my kids for a long time. I want to go on hikes with my grandkids. All these, I want to feel more confident. I want to be able to use my body. I don't want to sit on the sidelines when people play sports, all these different things. These are the whys. This is the mindset. We attach you to that. So we help you know it's important. And like Tom said, from there, we start building habits. So the habits are strength training, daily movement, nutrition, routines, and there's subcategories under all these things too. Right. So your nutrition, what works best for you? Um, it could just be drinking water once a day. Sometimes we just start really simple. 
but the simple things work when done consistently. Then above that is the environment, right? Changing your environment. Start slowly doing that over time. Then above the surface, that was all below the surface. So we had mindset, habits, environment. Then we start to see the achievement, right? You start to see the things happening. You start to be able to notice those things. Hey, I lost weight. I feel happier. I have more energy. I'm a nicer person. I'm more productive. And then at the top, that's when the transformation happens. And when you reach that transformation part, you keep that because you internally change your narrative. That's, that's what has been missing. And I think we, we work with a group out of the States with this. They help, they help coach us so we can coach everyone better, all our clients better. And I think he said this an average of 127 and our sorry, nutrition and or fitness programs that people will try in their life. That's crazy. I didn't hear them say that number, but yeah. Like someone should fact uh, check that for me, but yeah. I think it's somewhere around there. It's a lot. Like I know, well, yeah, I don't know. To me, 127 sounds like a lot, but maybe. But like I know the people that have come through um and gone through our con- first initial consultation when we chat about all the things that they've tried in the past, a lot of their responses are, What haven't I tried? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, they've tried all the I don't know, Weight Watchers or Atkins diet or any 30-day diet or exercise um, program that you find online and I think that's the thing that I think I don't know if we've talked about it before on a podcast but there's all this free stuff available out there like there's never been more knowledge about health and fitness out there than there is today so why are we progressively going the opposite way in society in general in regards to people's health and fitness like we're we are living longer thanks to modern medicine, but like, I think in general, people are getting a little less healthy, whether that be well, there's a difference to- between living <clears throat> longer and living well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we want to be able to have everybody live well into their seventies, eighties, nineties, but be living well, right. And live independent and still be maintain their independence. Um, and so, yeah, there is all this information out there yet we're not living as well as maybe, you know, people in other areas of the world, I would argue, like if you've talked about, we've talked about blue, the zones. blue, zones, blue zones before too. <clears throat> so we're trying to incorporate more of more things that they have in those areas. I know we have our health and fitness flywheel that you kind of came up with Matt. And a lot of these programs that are out there on that are out there on the internet, they focus on one aspect of our five. So, mm-hmm. which is the, the physical, they all focus on, the way you're going to look, um, whether that be through diet or through exercise, they focus on how you're going to look physically. Yeah. Right. And obviously there's a physical component to our well-being. maybe not necessarily how we look, but like how we feel and like our activity level, that's a big part of it. And then there's all these other parts. There's connection, there's community, there's spiritual, there's mental. Right. Um, so that's where this program kind of fits into those other four aspects. And we really look at the person, like we said, as a, as a whole. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, like if there's all this information out there, that's maybe part of the reason I think why we're where we are. Cause people are confused. There's all this free information. You can find whatever you want, which is great. But at the same time, if we don't 
if we don't stick to and apply the right things, you're just going to jump from program to program and never really solidify any solid habits that work for you. There's just these templated programs that are can be really good, but a lot of people that I've talked to have said they did it for 30 days and then nothing stuck. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't able to, you know, continue with the habits that they had because you didn't have a didn't have a coach through it all, and you were able to mentally we can stick to something for 30 days because it's not too long, and then after that we tend to revert back to old habits. Yeah. So we need to try to create the, some new ones. <clears throat> the simple question would be asking someone if their goal is to lose weight so they can be a healthier weight. Mm-hmm. Would you rather lose 30 pounds in eight weeks and then only to gain it back? Or would you rather lose 30 pounds in a year and keep it off forever? That's the whole delayed gratification thing. And you're talking about shiny object syndrome, right? We, you're better off and we would not say our program's mediocre. We'd say it's pretty excellent. We're pretty biased, but you're better off doing a mediocre program for a year consistently than you are doing a perfect program for a month because you just, it just makes sense. Like it's, it's a simple way of saying it, but it's just time, time and consistency. Um, and then taking action. So taking consistent action is going to beat perfection, right? I, I made a personal post about this, but we get so caught up in waiting for the perfect program or trying to overhaul everything. And that's not necessarily perfection, but that's trying to do too much at once. Once just take small action, small, messy action done consistently will beat out perfection every time. And then you talked about the blue zones and it's exactly that you, you see these places in the world. So those that don't know blue zones are places in the world where they have the highest per capita, um, number of centenarians that live there, people that live over a hundred and they studied this and they kind of pinpointed a bunch of different things. It's, they have purpose, they have a faith, they have, they eat well, like they eat moderately well, pretty consistently. They work with their hands. They're in community. So that's what Tom was talking about. We've created, we have to put a graphic somewhere so you can see the iceberg and the flywheel. But another way to think about it is a bank account. You have a bank account. You have five different accounts that you need to invest in to build up a credit. You have your community, your connection, you have your spiritual, you have your purpose, you have your physical, and then you have mental. mental. Thanks, Tom. I was like, oh no. And that's exactly what this does. We help you structure it for where you're lacking, right? We help bring up those things that need to be invested into so that you can live the best life, like your best physical life, or as best as you can, because we're not promising, because we can't, we don't know the inconsistencies of the world, right? But we might as well try to help you get there. So internal change for external lasting change. And I think like you talk about, that's the, I think that's the shift. And you don't want it to sound 
too, I don't know what would people call someone called like wishy-washy or like mm. too soft or something like that. But that is like you talk about the iceberg, it just makes so much more sense. Like if you don't change what's going on in between your ears, then you're always, oh, what's the thing? You can't, you can't change your thought process with the same mind that got you here. You got to like, or you can't change that. You can't change your habits with the same mind that got you here. You got to try to change what's going on internally. And maybe that is getting perspective from somebody else and starting to look at things a little different way. Um, like for nutrition or exercise, a lot of people go in with an all or nothing mindset, yep. which can be extremely difficult. I mean, you're going to be rocking it. You're going to be on, on board for a couple of weeks. And then if you miss one little thing that can derail everything that you just did, which, I mean, even if you did like 80% of things correct, that's still way better than most of the majority of people. But sometimes that people focus on that 20% and then that derails them. So a lot of our philosophy is like, even when we're having people go through that habit tracker and checking it off, if people get over 80% for the week, yeah. like it calculates a percentage for you during the week of how many habits you checked off and how well you did. If you get over 80%, that's incredible. And that's kind of what we like to focus on as best we can is that 80, 20 rule, which I know Jaleesa has talked a lot about with nutrition, yep. but it's 80% of the time you're nailing your habits, you're eating fairly well. And then you're giving yourself, you're allowing yourself, you're giving yourself that 20% like kind of of grace to enjoy, whether it be treats or some really, I mean, downtime is extremely important too. Like you can't be doing, physically active things all the time, no. like nothing wrong with watching a movie or, you know, having a dessert, like that's not what we're saying either, but it's the <clears throat> kind of intentionality behind it or the planning behind it. Um, and then that 20% grace period, like we talked about that you're okay with like, yeah, yeah I'm going to have a dessert and I'm, that's the mentality shift too, of like not feeling necessarily guilty about having that dessert or whatever it is, or not feeling guilty about sitting down and watching a movie. Right. Yep. Well, I'm going to try an analogy and I've never tried this one before. So bear with me, everyone, but are there 168 hours in the week? I think so. 68. Tom's oh, going to do some quick math, <laughs> but there's a certain amount of time in the week that we have and 168 confirmed tom tom fact checked me you have 168 hours so tom was talking about habits right like watching tv um eating some different kinds of foods that maybe might not be the healthiest stuff you enjoy so if we take the whole week and we look at the time as an investment we know that with our money like our one currency money we can spend it on some things like we can go and enjoy some entertainment every once in a while. I mean, like go to a movie. It's not, we're not investing it in the future. I mean, that money's gonna be gone. So investing tactics, you could have put it into something else that gained interest, but you still wanna go enjoy a movie, which is awesome. But if you were to do that every single day, let's say 
get extreme. Three times a day, you went to the movies, you're going to run out of money. So that's the same thing with this, with your habits. You're investing your currency of time into habits. So if you watch Netflix for five hours a day, every single day, you are wasting your time currency. But if you watch Netflix, maybe for half an hour a night, just to relax, or, and I'm not saying anything against Netflix, I'm saying the habit around Netflix. But you can enjoy it, right? If you just invest in it a little bit at a time. It's, it's when you start to, that becomes the 80% instead of the 20%. You want 80% of your habits to be the good ones. And then 20% you can invest in, hey, if I eat like consistently well, I can have some cake. It's not going to do anything. And I'm not going to feel guilty for that, and nor should you. So that analogy is basically start thinking about your time as a currency and what are you investing it in. And it makes sense then you don't have to save all of it for all these, I'm using quotes, good habits, because there's good, better, best habits. That's why I said quotes. You can still invest some time in, time in things that you enjoy, like watching TV, um, enjoying uh, a good meal or something like that. And when I say good meal, like it's pizza, I love pizza, but I invest most of my time in other good food. So, yeah, you mentioned the 168 hours in a week too. And so going back to like traditional fitness or nutrition programs and why this program is different is that like, if you, so with our program, for example, we know that, and that's why like our minimum membership allows for three times a week is because that is what we have found that it takes to get people enough results physically or in order to like continue to improve their health or their fitness at least. Right. And it by as a byproduct will increase their, improve their health as well. But that's three hours out of 168. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where this program comes in. So a lot of one of the questions that we ask when people come through is like, do you think that from what you've experienced that fitness and nutrition is enough to help you transform and get to where you want to go? And after all the things that we've just talked about, we kind of talk about that too. And most of the time it's no, I don't think it is now. Cause like, obviously you've tried all this, these fitness programs and you've tried all these nutrition programs before and you're still where you maybe stuck where you are. Maybe you've improved a little bit and gone backwards. Um, or maybe you're continuing to move forward, but maybe you've hit a bit of a plateau or something like that. Um, and so that's kind of the ratio that you kind of look at, like three hours out of 168 might not be enough to get you to like yeah. the ultimate place of where you want to go. Right. So there needs to be something more. And that's where this program focuses on not every single other hour of that 168. Obviously there's like a lot of things that go on in a day, but we're going to focus on a lot more of that 168 hours in a week than you ever would by just getting to the gym three times a week, which is still a part of it. Absolutely. A big part of it. Yep. But we're going to go a lot deeper and yeah, go a lot more into those other hours in your week. Yeah. And I don't know if you can all tell listening, but we're really excited about this and it's genuine excitement. Um, We've been wrapping our brains around this for years, trying to think, 
we know what it looks like. We know what people needed, but we didn't know how to do it. And this is it. And we're seeing some amazing results, um, even from people that have been in our gym for a long time. And that was the hardest thing is over this pandemic, I realized that we needed to do more. <clears throat> we needed to not be as passive. We need to help people. Like there is a health crisis in the sense of chronic illnesses. And it's not just physical. Like the physical one is causing our healthcare system a lot of money, the chronic illnesses. But there's also mental and there's also this lack of purpose and all these different things that people are struggling from. We do not have a well society and we have the ability to help. So that's where we're, I'm getting fired up here. That's where we're moving towards. We are, we are absolutely ready to help you. And that sounds pitchy, but like, like I'm pitching you a idea, but we, we do believe this because we've seen it work. We've used it on ourselves. We're using it on ourselves because we all need a coach. We all need someone to help us see the cracks that we can't see and then tell us what to do with those cracks in our life. Um, so if you think that you're ready to do your last fitness program, meaning that you don't have to try another one because it's not just different exercises or advertised in a different way, it's, it's a whole life change. You have to have a lifestyle change to keep your results. Was that fired up enough? Ooh. Well, you have fired up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it really is. It's designed to be, like you said, the, the last program that you ever have to do. Like we're going to have people that probably go through the nine or the 63 days, nine weeks, maybe go through it multiple times. Like it might end up being six months or a year that you work with us on this. But if you are willing to do those little things consistently and really build those habits in, and like, like I said, it's not a complete overhaul of your life. That's where the, like <clears throat> the all or nothing approach can come from. And if you change too many things at once, make too big or too drastic of changes at once, it's not going to be sustainable. So we need to make those gradual changes. Um, and then you're able to implement them basically every week. Like I said, we sit down, it's like, okay, worked on this habit for two straight weeks. You checked it off every single day. Are you comfortable now with me changing that habit slightly or maybe implementing a different habit that's going to serve you better for this next week? Like that's another thing. Like we look ahead and people are like, okay, I'm going to be on vacation next week. So these habits aren't going to really be applicable or not all of them are going to be applicable. Right. Okay. So now what do we do? So let's come up with a plan, a strategy for next week while you are on vacation. Maybe you're going, you're going to the lake with friends or you're going to the Okanagan to go wine tasting or something like that. Okay. It's like, you're going to be doing that regardless. That's where you enjoy your life. Absolutely. But let's come up with some sort of strategy. Like, okay. Are you, are you going to be eating out every day? If you are eating out every day, like what's your, what's your strategy there? Or are you going to be staying at Airbnb and making your own meals? Like not saying one is necessarily better than the other or what, whatever your choice is, but we can come up with strategies around either one 
where you are going to be able to implement that. And then those strategies you can take forward with you whenever you go on holidays, right? So we had a couple people um, sign up for this program and they're like, I'm wondering if I should wait, you know, before I get back from holidays to start this. Or like I've got holidays like right in the middle of this program. And I think you talked about that maybe early at the beginning, like there's never going to be the right time to start anything. Messy action is better than no action, yep. right? So if a lot of people are, this maybe sounds harsh, but a lot of people are where they are today because they haven't taken action mm-hmm. ever. Or like you're always like waiting for the right time, waiting for the perfect time to do something, to hop on the next program or really make the next big change but if you're waiting for the perfect time it's never going to come or at least i haven't found a perfect time for it to make anything big any big changes um and so like and then a lot of people when you talk through that with them they're like i guess so because it's going to be it's going to be vacation one week and then it's going to be well this weekend there's this thing and then it's a long weekend and so i'm going to be out here so i shouldn't start until after that then you keep pushing it down the road down the road down the road and then you never get started so um and honestly like with a program like this what better time to have it and start implementing it than when you're going to go on vacations or like over summertime there's lots of like you know, backyard barbecues and lake days and holidays going on. What better time to start implementing this stuff during that busy period of like, you know, maybe there are a few more um, nights out at a restaurant or a few more drinks that are available, you know, at the beach or at the lake or on a boat, whatever. What better time to start implementing these habits than right than right now or when you do see it as being, instead of seeing it as like a, a thing that's going to stop you, Think of it as like, this is the best time to implement something like this because it's going to pay off down the road whenever these situations come up again, because I'll know what to do yep. Yep. or I'll have strategies to know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That word right there, strategies, <clears throat> because if you think about it, the world is set up so that it's really hard to live healthy and to prioritize good habits. It is really, really hard. Every corner we so go around. Convenient? Everything's so convenient. Everything's advertised as convenient. Um, it's much easier to go have fast food than it is to cook something at home. It's much easier to sit on the couch and watch TV for hours than it is to go for a walk. That's why you need someone in your corner to help you strategize, like Tom said, in your life so that you don't fall into these bad habits. Because bad habits, good and bad, they both compound. And when they start to compound over a long period of time, if it's bad habits, it's going to be much, much harder to change. That's not saying you can't, but it's going to take some time. So if you can start prioritizing slowly these positive habits, these good habits in your life, it will add up and you'll look totally different inside and out by next year. We know that if you put the time and energy in and you commit to it and you trust the process, it'll work. So that's... That's what we're excited about. We're helping people. You don't have to be from cameras. So those of you who are listening for not from cameras, you can still do this program. We do it 100% virtually as well. Uh, if you're from cameras, you get to take the opportunity to see us in person, but you can do it if you're not from our city. And we want to make it that way so that 
we can help as many people as possible because we genuinely care for you as people and we want to see you live better lives. We don't want you to see you suffering in chronic pain or limitations of not being able to enjoy the life you have. So what you can do, there'll be a link, click on our website, book a free call. Tom or myself will chat with you. And we do make sure that you're right fit for the program because you do have to be ready to change as well. You have to be ready to put the work in. Um, and we'll kindly, very politely say that maybe you're not ready if you're not. But if you do feel like you're ready and you want to try something different, you want to try your last program ever, then book a free call and we'd love to chat with you. So we said that we give us some actionable advice. I'll give you one. Tom will give you one. I'm going to keep it really simple. First thing you do in the morning, if you brush your teeth, like do that first, but have a big glass of water before you do anything else, before you check your phone, before you eat anything, before you have your coffee, before you do anything else, I mean, you can say hi to your family, all this other stuff is good. Okay. I'm saying before you have the coffee or the food or check your phone, have a big glass of water. What Love do you got it. for us? Well, you talked a lot about small little items compounding over time. We talked about that a lot today. So if you want to learn more about that, The Compound Effect is an amazing book on that subject. You can definitely go and take a look at that book. Um, but in order to start applying what that book talks about right away, choose a small, like I'm talking like one to two minute action of, like that you can do every single day and just start doing it. Whether it is a minute of a mindful minute in the morning, which we talk about in our mindset course, whether that is, you know, just sitting for a minute, completely quiet. And just sitting there and taking like a minute for yourself or, you know, whether it's going to going to bed five minutes earlier, something like that, a really short, small little action that you can start applying consistently over time, because those are the things that are going to compound. Absolutely. Air high five. Thanks for joining us today. Again, we are, we're working on a free Facebook group. So we'll eventually have that in the links as well. Um, by the time this airs, maybe we'll, we'll have that, but we have a, we're going to start a free Facebook group to try to give you all resources to get you started on your health and fitness journey. Um, but like I said before, if this program sounds like it's something you want to try, click the link, book a free call. We'll chat with you. We'll air high five and then we'll go from there. Have a great day, everyone.